0: Want to talk about his topic, but we pulled him back in here. Eddie, uh, Eddie smacked him a few times and dragged him back by the tank top. Um, he's got a topic he wants to talk about, but uh, he's kind of scared. I see him right now; he's, he's pretty <laughs> nervous. He's uh, about to tell us what it is. And also, this is episode four of Topic Apocalypse, where four sometimes more idiots gather around a table to discuss things that we may or may not know anything about, usually don't, but we still talk about it because hey, why not? That's what the internet is for. All right, uh, Daniel, tell us what you got.
1: All right, so it's um, kind of twofold. It's about ghosting, um, you know, where you just cut, you, know, you drop the, you throw the deuces and just leave some, you know, friend or relationship without really any explanation or anything like that. And one, one part of it is, like, how, like, have you had it happen to you and, like, what do you feel? The other part is, is, I saw an article on Facebook that actually started reading and actually read it, started reading it and finished it. It was about Christian oh, ghosting. You finished it. Yeah, I know, right? Wow. It's about Christian ghosting. So mm. the one that the article was about a guy that was a deacon at a church, and he actually got up and spoke a couple of, at a couple of sermons, and he was you know saying stuff that some of the people in the church didn't agree with, or I don't exactly remember what it was. But then people started to sour on him being a member of the church, and so this guy was—that's you know him and his family were all about being in the church. That was what they were, you know. His kids—they were friends. She was friends with, you know, other churchgoers' kids. Well, then all of a sudden something happened, and I can't honestly I can't remember really what it was, that everyone like basically excommunicated him from the church. So then it didn't like he was like yeah whatever, but it affected his 12-year-old daughter because all of her friends are now gone because friends' parents said, no, you can't talk to them anymore. That sucks. And so it's kind of, the whole ghosting thing is, you know, okay, if you just dip out on somebody, you know, it's kind of messed up, obviously. Without giving them an explanation, it's really, I guess, a popular thing in the dating scene. I don't know, I'm married. But um, the Christian part of it is the one that hit me the most is because, like, you have all these people that are you know, either atheist, agnostic, or even Jehovah's Witness, Jewish, or anything like that, that think that, you know, they think a certain way about a Christian, and then when a Christian goes ahead and ghosts them, you know, especially if they're atheists, like, you just stop talking to them for no reason, they're like, oh, see, look, all Christians are the same, you know? It's just, it stereoty- puts everybody back into a stereotype. And on the flip side is if you also, another thing is, like, if you're a Christian and you ghost another Christian, don't you think, like, do you think you at least owe them a reason for why, you're like, you're done, instead of just, like, yeah, I'm not talking to you anymore, you
0: know? If someone reaches out to you, you just don't answer back, or... Yeah. it's an interesting question because I feel like in non-christian circles ghosting is this sounds bad but I think it's more appropriate whereas in christian circles like ghosting just goes to prove that whole stereotype when people who aren't christian look at us like from the outside and say hey these people are really shallow or they're cliched or something like that so I think that ghosting is a lot worse when it's done like from a religious standpoint
2: right I don't know. I, I, I've had it happen to me uh, back in the days of uh, my swiping left and right and uh, Match.com days, or cupid, I don't know. Well, I was on a few of them. Farmers was only. Yeah, plen- farmers only. Plenty of fish. Plenty of fish. A bagel and coffee. Um, that, uh, yeah, it's it's really weird that that some people can, you know, you're, you're talking and having a, a perfectly, like, Which you perceive to be decent conversation, and all of a sudden they drop off the face of the earth, like you say. And it's, I mean, it for the person that's doing it, I'm sure there's reasons. Oh, I don't want to talk to this person anymore, or something like that. And but for the person on the receiving end, it's kind of like, whoa, like what, like what happened? You're kind of left with a lot more questions. Like, was it something I said? Did they not like me? And it becomes, you know. You spin your wheels and go down the rabbit hole. Usually Daniel, stop parking.
0: Sorry. Daniel, stop. Daniel. Phones and dogs. Jeez. Phones and dogs. I know, this is the terrible it. We're doing it on to my to a pool podcast. Next time. Yeah, seriously.
3: Um, this waterfall. Cabana Boys. Hold on one second. Good segue for a break.
2: Brink here from Super BS, talking about the things you know you love and the things you'd love to know. Join us weekly for a podcast about video games. Mostly. Ooh.
0: Yeah, so I, I I get that. So my this this was like three years ago. I, I'd been dating this girl, and we were together for like s- probably seven months. But this was the second time I dated her, so as a warning, I should have heeded. But um, anyways, she we were together for seven months, and then she just st- <laughs> guys, what was that? It's North Korea. Yeah, <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, she just stopped talking to me out of the blue one day, and I was left to find out that she had uh you know decided to be with another dude through a video that was sent to my phone so it's just Wait, did th- she send yeah. it to you it, or it someone was like somebody comedy. who was with her sent it to me dick um, well you
2: got oh, you got was. spies so
0: yeah I, I got i got ghosted and and uh then real dirty you know, cheated on <laughs> and stuff like that but i mean it's just it's one of those things like we live in a a time where Thanks to cell phones and technology, like ghosting is a thing. Like I, you know, do you think it was so much a problem like back in the day? Well, yeah, so when they, they had beepers.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like I, know in, s- I guess back in the
1: day, you know, I guess the whole ghosting thing now is made worse by all the social media. Like if you're like if you're friends with this person on Facebook and like Instagram, or whatever, and you see that they you know that they just posted a picture or their significant other just posted a picture, and you shoot them a text real quick, and they just ignore it. Or, you know, you try and call them and they say, no, but you know that they're right there because they literally just posted something a minute ago. Yeah. It's like, then you really take the hint, like, okay, is it? do you really, like, are See, they I, ignoring me? or is it... I
3: think that segues perfectly into what you were saying, you know, say, like, churchgoers where, you know, you have these young kids that are learning social skills. They're supposed to be being taught by their adult counterparts. And, you know, somebody leaves the church, they're excommunicated. Oh, hey, I want to go hang out with, let's say, you know, Susie or Jane, whoever. No, we're not talking to them or they're done. We're not saying anything. I wonder if those kids grow up thinking that that is what is acceptable. When you're done talking to somebody and you don't have anything else to say to them or there's something better, yeah, you just walk away. I wonder if that's where they're learning it because it's it's. I think it's a learned thing. Yeah. I don't think you just wake up out of bed one day. Oh, I'm not going to talk to Josh anymore. I'm going to, you know, just go I date I wake up like else. that
1: every morning.
3: <laughs> oh that's why you don't answer my text yeah exactly I thought your phone was I late. think it's
2: because we, we live in a, in an age now with the, the cell phones that were you know it probably didn't really happen as, as much back in the day where if you wanted to ghost someone like let's say like the 1920s or 30s <laughs> or something you're, uh, you basically have to move like people were around each other you're more in front of people where like nowadays you can be friends with someone and not see them for because you know, you know where they're checking weeks in. in it yeah, because yeah. you, yeah. you're checking in or you're on you're both on social media. You know, you know we're we're you know, friends, but do you do you actually hang out and spend time with them? Yeah, no. I like, makes that really easy. Yeah, yeah, I've, got,
1: I've got a bunch of you know, i got friends that I can go a month without talking to, and then like we hang out. And it's like we've never been a, you know we've never stopped talking. Yeah, but then there's you know and I have friends that know that I'll f- fall off the radar for a few months and. They'll hit me up and I'll be I'll be there, like if they need something I can get their car work done or something like that, or if they're having a, a, like a crisis or whatever they know I'll be there. But then there's also the ones that's like, you know, they were always there and all of a sudden they're like they're not there like at all. Like they come like if they're out of town they come into town or if they go you know, they hang out with other friends that you guys mutually
3: have and then you just get left out of it. Maybe a big part of it too is like relationships. You know, I I, I see a trend where a lot of couples are so immature nowadays it's you know you start dating somebody oh i don't want you talking to them anymore mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't want you seeing them anymore yeah see that
0: and also like it, i guess that wouldn't be a problem if the person just straight up came out and said that
3: like said hey i'm i'm in a relationship and so and so doesn't want me to talk to but i any think other. but i think that's i think that's kind of like a, a bs way out i mean everybody you should feel comfortable with like you know if you started dating somebody they right. should trust you you should trust them and you know that's, you should feel comfortable with it true. now obviously you're not going to antagonize them by hanging out with like an ex who you know still tries to get with you but i think there's boundaries and i don't think we set those as people and i think that's where go you know that's what happens with a lot of failed friendships and yeah Ghosting. You,
0: so would you prefer like to have someone straight up say like hey i don't want to talk to you anymore or no, i don't absolutely. think yeah, that we should, like, hey, hey, i would prefer dude, hey, that too yeah hey,
1: hey but you know like you know, the, you know, our friendships kind of runs course. Whatever the case may be. Hey, you looked at my wife wrong, or hey, you know, I don't like. Well, then you grab a pistol or a sword and you you duel, like, your
2: arm. duel yeah, exactly. like a man. I <laughs> choose just yeah. To yeah. But I think on. if
3: I think if you were if you ever did have feelings, you know, as far as friends or whatnot, when you leave a friendship or you when you leave a relationship, whatever it may be, you have the respect to tell that person, hey, look, I can't hang out with you. Your views are just a little little extreme for me and I just don't need that in my life right now. Maybe we revisit this another time, not just walk away and say, Oh, I'm not going to answer their texts or their calls. And yeah, cause as a person, you know, maybe, maybe I am becoming extreme and I need to know that. And you're that person to tell me that I need to stop and kind of take a look at my life.
0: Right. I mean, that's how I end my friendships. I say, hey, you voted for Donald Trump. I voted for Pedro. I don't think it's going to work out.
3: <laughs> you voted
2: for Pedro? <laughs> Yo. You write yeah. that in?
0: Yeah. Wow. It's, a, it's a completely original joke. Never been used in a movie before. It's a uh, Josh peterson's original trademark copyright. Josh 2017. Who? <laughs> patent pending. Um, <laughs> patent pending. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, I mean, it's... I. I think ghosting is immature, and I think it's a poor way to handle
3: anything. But well, see, I wonder, you know... It'd take a look at places that don't have technology. That I won't call ghosts. We'll call excommunicating Siberia. It's a beautiful place. Toilets. It's a the room. water's freezed. Excommunicating. Sure. So did you? Do you think, think
0: about Catholics the... invented ghosting? Then
3: no. What don't. I'm thinking is think about think about like Amish communities where there is no such thing as social. Well, most places. Most they're, they're most from Springer. Yeah, but think about where like if you know, <laughs> you're you're. Your church says, okay, you're excommunicated, you're not allowed to talk to anybody in the community, and the community is not going to talk to you. I mean, isn't that kind of like a form of, I mean, I guess it's not ghosting because they're telling you, but you don't yeah. talk to anybody, and you are you still have to live in that community. And they have no, that's just been their traditions. Yeah.
2: But do those people actually stay, though? I, I wonder how many of those people that get excommunicated, because usually, you know, you get
0: excommunicated and you, you move to a different spot. You know, and you have to do something normally
3: to be excommunicated from something, it's, right? Yeah, it's usually it's an elder of the church or a member of the church that that has to bring. It's like a special counsel or whatnot, yeah. and then they and then they say you're you're gone. Okay, normal circumstances, you know, hey, uh, these people don't like me because I
2: said or did this, and it's like okay, like or,
3: like you you have a sense of closure. Or your daughter like left, and you're not allowed to talk to your daughter anymore because if you talk to your daughter who's left the community, you're excommunicated. Like, um, that's crazy. That, that Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. And then you're no longer
0: safe from the uh, man dress up as creatures that come at night. And you have the guard towers. <laughs> Sounds like some signs always, you're going uh, on there. Or yeah. a village. Yeah. yeah. M-Night Shimalamalama. M-Night Shimalamalama. Sh- madding Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's, I I get that. And I think that the church is especially bad at doing things like this. Even, it, it's not just young people, too. It'll be like, you know, you have your, uh, your elders in the church or your people who... Uh, you know, they like to be close to the church, uh, what do you call them? not the staff, but like the people who kind of run the church, they like to be close a to hierarchy. that. And a hierarchy. They like to be in that circle, anybody outside the circle, like the moment you do something that's, that they don't find appropriate or whatever, they just stop talking to you. And their influence is so crazy that they can get a
3: bunch of other people to stop talking to you also. Yeah. But see, I wonder if they stop talking to you because they're worried that somebody will look down upon them, or it's more of their own personal preference. It's...
0: It's weird because, uh, so you hear, you hear a lot of, like, stories about people who are, like, pastors who have had, like, uh, addictions like porn and stuff. And the, the you hear stories about people who, like, the people inside the church don't want to talk to them. They don't even want to go to help them out with their problem or something. They just want to pretend that that person doesn't exist because they make the church look bad instead. Like, this guy, whoever it is, could be, like, crying out for help, but nobody wants to talk to them because they've been instructed not to.
2: I think that's a... Uh a misconstruing of, of Jesus' message. Yeah. So, I mean, that's people taking something, and because we're, f- you know, are... We're, humani- we're, we're humanizing humans, it. we're We're humanizing it. And so, I think that there's rare people who go and try and say, hey, no, like, this isn't what Jesus and the church is supposed to be. You're supposed to be helping these people in process, like, right. while they battle through it, or, you know... And then if there is no, you know, repentance or, you know, you, there's no change and there's no willingness to change, then I think you can, you can do something like that. But right. people just like not talking because, you know, you know, Sally made a, a terrible apple pie that was, you know, that poisoned and got a bunch of people sick Excellent. or something brownies like that. Yeah. Nah, you know. Or, you know, weed brownies. yeah, weed brownies and but got I the don't... whole congregation yeah. lifted. But I don't think as a whole, I don't think we're all like that.
3: I think that's why you have... The you're, fact that they are like aware away. of it is a, you know... Well, yeah. but, you know, look at... I think that's why apps like Tinder and so on are so popular. Because you're not looking for commitment. You're looking just for what you want out of that and to walk away. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to worry about getting too close to somebody and trying to, you know, have to take them out and have to do whatever it is to get close just to, just to hurt them like that. And I think that's why those kind of apps are so popular is is because oh, it's it just like, it takes away that whole significance it's like a buffet for shallow people <laughs> beautiful that's the new slogan tender it's like a buffet it's like a buffet <laughs> in vegas you never know what you're going to get you
0: never you just don't know but cocktail. i guess uh, we <laughs> but, we have become a society of pedestal people and uh, ghosting is just kind of a side effect of that Mentality. Well, I'm on the highest pedestal.
1: You're putting it it on a pedestal. What is this pedestal (laughs) people keep talking about?
0: That's weird. Nobody's ever quoted the 40-year-old version, and nobody ever will again. (laughs) (laughs) 100% original, trademark, copyright 2017. Patent pending. Patent pending. You're just trying Um, to get your fame, man. Everything's (laughs) patent pending with you. I own everything. Um, All right. Hey, uh, if you like this podcast, find us on podcast.com, iTunes, YouTube, YouTube. you know, leave us some reviews on Apple Podcast. Or you can find us on Match.com. But we come as a set. So, uh, yeah, that was so uh, a yeah, Eddie really <laughs> just jumped right into that one. Um, yeah, we're a package deal. So you get all four of us or you get nothing. So um,
2: <laughs> I've been so looking like
3: for a, a party. <laughs> <bring your> package? <laughs> yeah. like, I've got your package.
0: It's, it's like the entire sausage party. We um, bring Starbucks. All right. Hey, th- <laughs> th- thanks for listening. Leave us a review. Um Yeah, I really don't have anything else to say. I gotta work on these exits and intros and stuff. All right, later.
2: If you're tired of sifting through flea markets for rare and unique games, we can help. Retro City Games in Henderson, Nevada, only five minutes from the Las Vegas Strip, has all your favorite gaming staples, classics, and a wide selection of rare games with new stuff always appearing on our shelves. Come in and chat with Nicole or Doug about your love of games and watch as they help you complete your collection or find your childhood favorite. And don't forget, Retro City Games loves trade-ins. So if you have any Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Sega, Xbox, PlayStation, or even PC games, come in and visit Retro City Games today. Welcome to the new metropolis of gaming. Retro City Games. That uh, to us people that can feel things, it it, uh, it hurts.